Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I am Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Aaron Larsoul. Aaron, um, we were supposed to talk yesterday. The plan, yes. you were excited, listeners were excited, I was excited. I, was. I came um, home specifically so that we could. Yeah, and so technically, you're welcome for allowing you a few more hours for you in your home. No, um, no, I, 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 I wanted to. I have. We have a ton to talk about here. We have we uh, the Lakers saying that they want to run their offense through Anthony Davis. We have Kevin Durant's demands. We have ESPN ignoring said demands. We have uh, apparently the Lakers see training camp as a soft deadline for whatever moves it is that they make. Not necessarily different from what you and I have talked about, but still to see it out there kind of explicitly and definitively, that's kind of some new information. So we have a lot that we're going to get to a lot that we could have gotten to yesterday. Um, And And then today we could have just talked about drinking and not, we wouldn't have had. Yeah. Right. We could have had a nice like Friday. I have a nice glass of vino in front of me. You have a nice glass of, of Hino in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we it could, is we, delicious. We could, we could, have, we could have had plenty to, to talk about there. Uh, but instead I'm still here waiting for the sprinklers that they didn't put in my front lawn when they built my house. They, I have, I have some sprinklers in the, in the, you know, in the bigger portion of my front lawn. And then right. there's like a portion that gets split up by some side, there's like a sidewalk and then there's another bit of lawn out, out, out front, out front. Yeah. And that's got to be like a drip. You're not allowed to have sprinklers mm. out there. Mm. Usually, usually like all of these houses should have come with it. Um, my, my builders decided, nah, you're good. We'll just rely on, on the natural elements to get your stuff. So my poor tree out there is like all wilted and bent <laughs> over. Yes. <laughs> Texas is notorious for, for heavy rain throughout the year. <laughs> So, so like the plan was to have that taken care of yesterday morning. And I thought that they were going to get it taken care of yesterday morning in time for me to do spaces. Instead, right. they're, they have now pushed it again. After, after, to be fair to the people out there and to be fair to me, after we changed it from Tuesday to Thursday. After, yes. Uh, yeah. No, uh-huh. a lot of this movement around here. Now, part of it is because Harrison is on his like fifth honeymoon. So like that's, that's something that is, is, has to be taken into account. But the other part of it here is also like I keep waiting for them to get this done. I have a bunch of dead grass in the front of my yard. It looks mm-hmm. awful. Again, that aforementioned bent over tree is just it's a sad that, sight. That, that what now tree? It's like bent over. It's just like all it's all right. like wilted and sad. Yeah. Those are two different those are three very different things. <laughs> bent over, <laughs> wilted, and sad are very different descriptors. All 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 of them apply to all the right. hunchback of hunchback of Notre Dame that is my tree okay. out there. Well, so the, the real point of all of this is Anna, Harrison's brother, yeah, and all of and- the rest of you in my DMs mad at me. <laughs> About not hearing, I don't know why you're so excited about hearing my voice uh, doing spaces. First Tuesday, then Thursday. Really, the problem here is Anthony's first world problems. The 1% problems <laughs> Anthony has. The, the, they didn't do my irrigation. Yeah. In, well, my, in my gigantic palatial estate. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And you see how he's trying to deflect it to Harrison. Uh-uh. Whatever it is, you two figured out. It ain't on me. No, but like the the more important point here is that I hear constantly since I have moved out here how lazy Californians are and oh you enjoy 
your 365 days a year of 72 degree weather, which I really do miss. Um, they, there's just like, it's I, just, to be fair, it's been a hundred here for like two months straight. Same. I mean, yeah. it's, that's, that's what we all have to get used to. I think moving forward, totally different conversation on that one though. But yeah. like, so I just hear constantly how lazy I am be, simply because I'm from California and yet I can't get anybody to do any work whatsoever when they are scheduled to do it. You have entire like mechanic shops that are closed on Sundays because apparently God doesn't like us working on Sundays. It's just wild out here how little they 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 live up to the hard-nosed <laughs> the Texan Texas attitude tough. that they yeah, that yeah, they that, put out there. Texas tough, yeah. Bunch of uh, freaking grifters. <laughs> <laughs> James Harden did play there for a quarter. He did. He fit right the fuck in. All right. I had to get that off my chest. By the way, I, went to I love game. you. I went to the Sparks game last night and mm -hmm. speaking of grifters, the the owners of the Sparks, I guess oh, is what you're saying. I was, gonna, I was wondering where you were going with that. No. Um one principal owner in particular there were like 84 people there it's so disappointing and look yeah. i i mentioned this yesterday the chicken tickets the chickens the tickets are really cheap mm -hmm. um go there's one last game sunday go mm -hmm. it's fun you can bring your entire family for like eight dollars it's a lot of fun go and by the way i'm with it i don't want to have the discussion about i agree it's poorly marketed i agree the product isn't great I agree with all of that. I, it's not about how much the women should make and who's interested and what kind of basketball, all of that. I, I'm not interested in any of that because I believe I agree with a lot of that. But it's fun to go, go to the Sparks game. If you're in L.A., go to the Sparks game on Sunday. It's fun. It's inexpensive. Go with your family, your friends, whatever. Go watch some basketball. Done. I feel like that about how I feel like the about South Bay, the South Bay Lakers, that like both things are still significantly higher basketball than you think they are. Yes. Right. Like both, yeah. both things, like both of those environments are really cool. Both of them offer you opportunities to see really good basketball in ways that you don't normally get to see it when you go to a Lakers game, especially. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree with, with, with no, what you're I, and like I do. I put it, I said this yesterday before I was going to the game and about how, and, and, you know, you're getting the people on Twitter. Well, maybe if the product was better, they, uh, okay, fine. All those people who were saying that haven't watched the game in five years. Okay, I dare, I like, fucking okay, guarantee it. Fine. Yeah. And even like there's parts of that I agree with. I don't think the league is marketed well. I don't no. think basketball is great, but it's fun. Go, yeah. go hang out and go support. Yeah. And like, there's some really good people who like, you know, the basketball itself is, is great, but the access in general for everything there, right? Yes, like I absolutely Raj goes there a, a bunch of those. So if you ever want to bump into to one of the hosts of our shows, hey, Raj Sabrina, is there. Sabrina's, Sabrina's there, always yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, you happen to be there, uh, you know, every I mean, so I've often. Been going, I've been going a bunch. Yeah. Like if we want to extend this culture of this, uh, this really cool culture that like is, is kind of growing around this network. Um, a good way to do that is to go to these to these sparks yeah. games and and mingle with the host that you enjoy listening come say, to. Come say come say hi to me mm -hmm. on Sunday. I think I'm going Sunday. I'm All right, Drew League Sunday too. So well, we'll see. But come say hi to me. That's a lot of basketball. All right, um, I'm missing basketball. Yeah, I am I'm, missing basketball very much. August sucks, man. 
Like August is just the last couple of seasons we haven't had in August to deal with. Right? Mm-hmm. Like in uh, you, mm-hmm. the, the last couple of seasons, like August, I was looking at the numbers. Now that the and NBA calendar is kind of back to correct. Yeah, right. Like we haven't had an August one. in a long time, and I, I gotta say, I, you know, there's part of it that I enjoy. There's a part of it that, like this August in particular, has been really frustrating. We'll talk about why here in a second. But I don't August have, any, in I don't have anything. Well, see, here's here's a segue for you. I am like Kevin Durant. I don't like anything other than basketball. I don't have hobbies. Well, that's not true. I, I love to cook, but I don't yeah. have like, my life is not that like full where yeah. I'm just like, I want to go on vacation away from basketball. No, no, no. I want basketball. Yeah. When basketball isn't around, I miss it. I yeah. need it. I'm a junkie. I need it. <laughs> you have an addictive personality? I, I didn't, I never got that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so where do you want to start here? We have the Lakers wanting to run the offense through AD. We have Kevin Durant. You just mentioned you offered me the yeah, segue. I, I might did. be, tur- I might be, I might turn be turning down? down the screen. I down? might be. Yeah. <laughs> do you see the clip? Do you see you're the clip? Wave, of like, I'm setting a pick where you're going to wave me off. <laughs> yeah. Do Kobe to Carl Malone? Like just, just yeah. go go away. Get away. I got this. Um, no. Anthony's did you see gonna the ISO the rest of the show? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the clip of uh, Donovan Mitchell and Anthony Ava- Edwards playing in Miami? No, no, I have dude, not. it's 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 a short little clip. You don't hear. Okay. I I don't I don't. There's not much that you actually hear from it. So first, Edwards comes down and gives Mitchell a bucket. They're playing, they're playing pickup, right? Yeah, playing pickup. Okay, and they're going at they're guarding each other. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So so Edwards comes down, gives Mitchell a bucket, and then Mitchell comes down the other way, turns down a screen, tries to cross over in front of Edwards. Edwards picks his pocket, goes the other way, gets another bucket. And then the next time that Mitchell comes down, his guy said, no, the next time he's coming down, he crosses half court and he's asking for a screen. It was- <laughs> come on up, come on, he's waving somebody, come on up, come on up. I don't know this. And I think Edwards this. is going to be special, not just because of this, he's, but I think, I think he's, he's going to be freaking he's good. He's close to special already. Yeah. Um, but I, you're what you mean by special is you think he could be an all timer, and I don't disagree with you. Yeah, because I think he's pretty close to special already. Mm-hmm. You know what we need to do? We need to just like off the top of our heads. The reason I'm saying this is because I assume that, and I don't know this. I have a suspicion, but I don't like. Don't you real reporters say like this is not reporting? I don't have any reporting on this. Yeah. So I don't have any actual reporting on this. Mm-hmm. I have some guesses, educated guesses, let's say. But Anthony Edwards has to be towards the top of the list of trash talkers in the NBA. Oh my God. He's gotta be up there. He's yeah. also hilarious. Like mm-hmm. just in regular interviews. Um, he's gotta be towards the top of the list. Yeah. He's going to be one of the faces of the NBA. I would say in like five, six years, I think we're, we're heading in that direction. You know, the faces of the NBA are going to be here in five or six years. LeBron, LeBron and Steph. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA is not good about this. The, the passing of the torch thing does not like, no. cause right now, I mean, it's obviously LeBron and Steph, but it like probably should be Joker and Luca, yeah, Giannis, Tatum and Giannis, probably, yeah. and it just it maybe Ja, and it just isn't. Yeah, they just don't do that. Yeah, I mean, but it it, it is going to be LeBron and Steph it, in perpetuity. It doesn't help that Steph is is still capable of an NBA or MVP caliber like season and stretch. So is LeBron, and LeBron just could have led the league in scoring. So it's right. kind of difficult. Like they're. You know that you know how like in in track and field, 
No. How, uh, <laughs> but in track and field and in like relay races, you get the one person starts running to get up to speed and then you have the handoff, right? Oh, yeah, the pass the baton. They start running yeah. before they get, yeah, right. Yeah, they yeah. start, so like poor Jaw and Giannis and Luca, oh. Luca in particular is so pissed because he's been running for no fucking reason. For <laughs> <laughs> what about Joker? He's got the last, <laughs> got the last two MPPs. What about Joker? <laughs> Joker's like, dude, I have like five more yards of running. What am I going on? And you know, he doesn't like running. Yeah. We need a top five trash talk rankings, and now we need we need who is on your NBA relay relay team, the four by one hundred relay team. It's not Joker. I I I think this is how it usually goes when when the baton gets handed off to Joker to to uh, Jokic Joker yeah he's my friend Joker I think so like whoever hands the baton off to Jokic and then he they see the pace that Jokic runs at it the 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 the, in the back of their head they're thinking I am a person that believes in second chances I think America is the land of second chances except for when it comes to this dude Mister Jabba the Hutt you fat slovenly no good lazy And this is the two, and then you read the fat, slovenly, lazy dude who just gave you thirty-seven. Oh my 16, god! Yeah, and twelve. Yeah. No, I just love that clip. I love that clip. I love that. A, I love that. A, a like a couple Trevors are are kind of like setting the league on fire, and in Luca and Jokic. I I love this. I I love chubby athletes. I'm I'm you know as as a fellow portly individual i enjoy watching people who look like me those potato shaped people who go out there and give buckets to people i i haven't heard much about joker but from all indications luca andy and james speaking of guys who have not necessarily taken their conditioning all that seriously uh we'll see i i i I have a sneaking suspicion that james is cooked but we'll see i've kind of turned a corner on James. I find myself kind of sort of rooting for him a little bit. Like, you know, whether or not you want to believe the whole, you know, whether he took an actual pay cut and the league is looking into whether or not he took an actual pay cut here. Probably and, should be. Yeah, whether he's going to be uh, paid under the table. Like, however, regardless of how you feel about that, if he is interested in and taking Philly's, less to... Uh, Philly's owner that divested just at the step, right time step away yeah <laughs> right focus on other business uh-huh. Uh-huh. okay cool uh-huh. sounds good uh but like i i I've had stock doing these days <laughs> i don't know uh and then so you have like you have that going on for for james and then i, I you know if he's actually serious about getting into shape i I'm, i find myself like oddly re- you know how sometimes you think something and it surprises you when you think it yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Like, you, you, yeah, but uh, but not uh, but not with not with this dude. But yes, continue. Yes, yeah, well, has, right. But then that's yeah. what I mean. It, look, if I thought any differently, it wouldn't be a surprise to me. Yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. sitting here still like still dunking on every new development on this right, guy, hold on. Where is this going? I have concerns. But okay, you've you've turned a corner somehow. I I don't know what happened. How? What is what has made him a sympathetic figure for you? Me. Like, I've been so, I've been so, so mean so to the guy. <laughs> like, I've been so mean to the guy that I, I find myself like, you know what? Prove me wrong. And and I, like this is what I always say. By the way, like every time I criticize he anybody, he won't. No, he probably won't. But like I, I, I every time I criticize somebody, some you know whatever it is uh, regarding the NBA, I hope to be proven wrong. Right? Like I, I don't think THT is good at basketball on the NBA level. 
Well, with I hope to be proven stuff, wrong with the Laker stuff you do. Um, you want to no, luxuri- you want to luxuriate in the misery for some of the other stuff. The Lakers. Well, stuff. yeah, everything Boston. Yeah, right. like I I hope that they trade for Kevin Durant, and I hope that he just again does Kevin Durant things that he's done at the last dang- few stops. It is too dangerous. We've had yeah. this conversation before. It's, Them trading no, for man. Kevin Durant is too dangerous. The track record is there. He's- There's already going to be a goddamn clover on the crypto on the court at crypto. That's enough. That is enough, Anthony. That's too much. I, no, that's too much. I, that is too much. Um, no, all right. You know why I, w- I w- have not and will never turn a corner as it relates to James? Because the way fandom works, and I don't tell fans how to fan. That's one of like yeah. the core tenets of who I am is mm-hmm. you fan however you fan. You and I have that in common. But there, like I, at least for me, like the most power, powerful thing, pick whatever sport or religion, politics, whatever. The thing that you root for is really powerful. But mm-hmm. what is also pretty powerful and maybe just as powerful and for some people more powerful are the things, things that you, you root hate. against. <laughs> and there are two, for whatever reason, my reasons are my reasons, but there are two people that almost as strong as my affinity for all the things I root for in basketball. The, the, the thing I root against in basketball most is James Harden and Chris Paul not winning a title. Yeah, that's does when they were on the same team, it was oh, especially God. easy. It was great. Um, no, like I look, the second that he starts twerking for fouls again, I'm immediately gonna jump back into this is the no, as soon as he as soon as he falls over for the first call or does that stupid rip through thing, I'm gonna go I am a person that believes in second chances. I think America is the land of second chances. Except for when it comes to this dude, Mr. Jabba the Hutt, you fat, slovenly, no good lazy. No. all right uh we've mentioned him a couple times so we'll start with kevin durant okay according to shams karania he goes into josiah's office he has this meeting with him this was apparently a week ago today that this happened in in london not in josiah's office Mm -hmm. in some oh yeah dollar a night suite in some whatever the nicest hotel in london is yeah so he goes uh and and sits down with josiah and tells him you either fire Sean Marks and you fire and you fire Steve Nash yeah. or I continue with this trade demand. And that essentially, it's by so the way, so it, by the way, like it is it's so not a weird. trade demand. <laughs> right. So you do you still have a trade demand or no? Yeah. Right. Am I am I trying to trade you or not? Like, you know, so anyway, um, he essentially, you know, now look, Sean Marks is uh in, I would say an above average executive. Yeah, I would, I'm not I would let have you talk it. bad about about a California. Neither will Woj. Bear. I'm not going. Um, no, he just so, won't at all. Yeah, he just won't mention it at right. all. Right. Uh, so, so he, um, I, I think he's an above average executive. I think uh, before Kevin Durant and Kyrie showed up, he was considered very good at his job. Before Kevin Durant and Kyrie showed up, he was a magician. Yeah, because he uh, got the team from literally nothing to a place where those two guys would consider coming there. They got played in that in that deal when Bobby Marks was in charge and he, you know, the smoldering ashes lifted lifted those ashes up into a respectable organization. So uh, I would say, yeah, an above average to good executive in, in Sean Marks. Steve Nash, I don't think is very good as a head coach. Uh, I, I think he has not shown a lot yet. 
yeah, he gets a lot of credit for who he was as a as a player and and the way that he thought about the game as a player and I think he's always gotten a lot of credit for the way that he delivers just everything that he says. He sounds very meticulous. He sounds very he's very charismatic. He's very except, sounds very except thoughtful. in Brooklyn. Well, I think he, he's he has, sick sound, of, he has sounded defeated in Brooklyn. Yeah, he sounds. We're, we well, are definitively not yeah. trading James Harden. Well, well, yeah. Wait, what is the what is it? The SpongeBob. I've never watched SpongeBob, but that's like everybody's yeah, favorite. Two hours later, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve Nash wanting Steve Nash fired. Totally get. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. Apparently, like the reporting has come out that Nash wasn't. Uh, a a Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving hire that was more that of a, not, a Sean Marks thing. That's not true. So he was. I know. I know that they wanted. I know they wanted Kenny Atkinson out of there. Yeah. So at the very least, I'll say that the there is split and, reporting. And, but, on and this. what happened when when Ak- and Jacques Vaughn acquitted himself very well too? Yeah. They wanted him up out of there. Yeah. Um. Basically, anybody who held them accountable, they wanted out of there, and they thought that. Uh, Steve Nash would allow them to be head coaches, right? That was yeah, that was what how right. we're gonna <laughs> plural. Right. This is a collective. Yeah, head coaches <laughs> plural effort. is yeah. is is not a good starting point. That was never going to work out very well. So, um, at By the, the way, very go back least, to, go back to go back to KD and his guy. Um, of all his guys, his guy with the Warriors was Steve Nash. Steve Nash was like a consultant. Oh yeah, sort of assistant coach. Mm-hmm sort of advisor thing and he worked out with with kd was his guy I yeah this was like it's very different from he, being a head coach by the way absolutely but extremely it, like, different i uh, look i'm not gonna go so far as to say that kd and Kyrie by proxy like installed him and they were his hand-picked choice or he but was they weren't against it they wouldn't he have hired their him against choice. Their... he was their hand-picked choice <laughs> but i'm not gonna say he was their hand-picked choice but if you don't think that after they were responsible for getting everybody gone, that yeah. it was not up to them who the next guy was going to be. Yeah. I have a bridge in somewhere that doesn't have water to sell you. So uh, that's a lot of places now. <laughs> it, used to, it used to be water and now there is not. Your front yard for one. You have a shit ton of bridges to sell. So, yeah. Right. My, yeah. So uh, yeah. I, what, no matter, like at the very least, I'll say that there is split reporting, but I think it is safe to assume that they were not against hiring Steve Nash in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is—I this will is, say it again—he was their choice. Yeah. Well, and 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 look, that I I have to say that you know, according to various reporters across the league, that he was more—that was more marks than those guys. I just don't think that it matters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm perfectly at, fine at this point. No, at this point, yes, you're correct. I, I'm perfectly fine with them firing or wanting Steve Nash fired after seeing how poorly things can go when nobody gets held account- accountable. Sure. Right uh, now, the difference here is that it doesn't. It still doesn't seem like Kevin Durant is all that interested in accountability. It still doesn't seem as if Kyrie is all that interested in, in accountability. That I have not gotten that vibe from either of them. So what next coach they want to make this work or what next situation they want to make work. I don't know what that's going to look like. And that's, by the way, part of why teams aren't willing to give up a ton for Kevin Durant quite yet and why teams 
haven't exactly lined up to trade for Kyrie Irving. So like that, that all is, I think, worth noting as well. So anyway, Katie tells Josiah, either fire these two guys or I am gone. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I can't imagine anybody would want, uh, anybody in the NBA would want Josiah to cave to this because once you hand over the keys to Kevin Durant in this kind of way, and once stars, like stars pay attention to this stuff too, and if a star in a different situation sees Brooklyn do this for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving after the track record that they have had in recent years, these those stars who have a better track record are going to say, well, what are you going to do for me? They're willing to do that for them. What's What are you going to do for me? This is so um, fascinating on yeah. a million. No, go ahead and finish. Sorry. Well, I, well, I, I guess I just got to wrap up by saying that, you know, beyond beyond just Kevin Durant and Kyrie uh, getting their wishes here or not getting their wishes. It seems like Joe Sy right after that, after this became public, um, comes out and tweets in support of Sean Marks, in support of Steve Nash, and in support of the executives across the board for Brooklyn, which we can then take to say that, all right, he's they are still getting ready to trade Kevin Durant. They are still getting ready to trade Kyrie Irving. That's where things currently stand here. But what, what do you find the most fascinating here? This is fascinating. I mean, we, literally, we could do two more hours on this. And I really could. It because it is, there are so many levels to this. Um, there are 30 owners or governors, we call them now, in the NBA. And they are generally people who have been very, very, very successful in their lives. Mm -hmm. uh, or whether were born into the right family. Yeah, but still, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, sure, yes, but still, uh, that's correct. They didn't all make that their money themselves. Yeah, but they are very successful people, used to getting their way. Um, not Josiah in particular. Like this is the and part of this. All, <laughs> all have been. They're generally. They're not intelligence doesn't span everything, but at least in business, they tend to be very intelligent people. And they are not people, they're people that are used to getting their way. And they are generally not people that are used to getting bullied or respond well to getting pushed around. And so I, part of the fascinating part of this for me is I think KD fucked himself basically, because I don't know what he does now. Of course, Josiah is going to say, hey, fuck you. I don't know. No. Can I read no. something really quick about yeah, yeah, Josiah? Yeah, Just so that people know yeah, yeah, the person that, that. Kevin Durant is trying to strong arm here. This is a quote from ESPN. This is the lead on their profile of Josiah. Mm -hmm. uh, the headline here of this piece by um, Mark Finaru Wada and Steve Finaru. Those are um, uh, those are uh, investigative reporters for ESPN. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a great it's a great piece. It's a fascinating piece. The, the title of it. They used to be uh, in in San Francisco. Did that like expose the first expose on Barry Bonds? But go ahead. Mm. Um, or for the Chronicle, the San Francisco Chronicle. Headline, Brooklyn Nets owner Joe Tsai is the face of NBA's uneasy China relationship. The lead of it, the opening graph. Joe Tsai, the billionaire owner of the Brooklyn Nets, made his fortune in China. His company, Alibaba, which is a giant company, like China Amazon, yeah. um, began a Wangzhou or Hangzhou apartment 
and has since been described as Amazon on steroids. When Cy bought into the NBA, Commissioner Adam Silver predicted he'd be invaluable to the league's expansion in the world's largest market. Two and a half years later, Cy personifies the compromises embedded in the NBA-China relationship, which brings in billions of dollars, but requires the league to do business with an authoritarian government and look past the kind of social justice issues it is fighting at home. So basically, uh, through Joe Tsai, the NBA has tried to bridge this gap between the things that players care about at home and what the Chinese government does not care about at all. And Joe Tsai is powerful enough in China to help make that happen. So this well, And person- also background, remember a couple of years ago, the Lakers played the Nets in China and Daryl Morey made some... Mm-hmm whatever you think of Daryl Morey's he, he comments. Retweeted, we'll, he we'll, retweeted we'll free Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put that aside. Um, but it did not go over well with the Chinese government. And mm-hmm. frankly, the reason why, I mean, it didn't go well, but the reason why it went as well as it did is because of Joe Tsai. Yeah, that it uh, was that it was saved at all. Yes, like and the- it went as well as it did, and it was for the Lakers and safe and all of that. Anyway. Yeah. This is not a dude that is going to get like strong-armed as you said or bullied into yeah. much of anything. Um right. and and by the way, like a separate conversation that yeah, we yeah. can have here is whether or not people there's think so that many, the NBA so should have saved it or whatever, like sure. that's that's yeah, yeah. separate. Like that separate we can that's yeah. that's another 5-hour conversation off to the side so, here. But just in I particular am, as it pertains to Josiah, this is why we're we're talking about So here's this stuff. so here so here's my if KD had just if if he wanted look players star players and, and you and I I think agree on this I think star players superstar players at this level they should have input on everything that happens in the organization mm-hmm. how how far that should go is another conversation but mm-hmm. they should have input players star players role players superstar players want and get coaches fired all the time GMs that's a different matter. But it must have been, my reading of this, is it must have been KD had been pushing for things to happen and they weren't happening. And then he made it public to try Mm -hmm. to add an extra layer of pressure. Because I I suspect if KD had said, I want Marks gone and I want Nash gone privately and then I'll stay, it would have happened. Right. But he wanted those things. What it was either told no or not yet, and mm-hmm. was told no, we're not trading you or not yet, we're not trading you. And then he went public with it. The problem with going public with it is it forces Josai, who is not someone that you're going to bully, to take a stand. That that draws a line in the sand. Yeah. And so once you have made it public, right? When when this came out, when I I tweeted about this, I said, look. I'm not going to tell Josiah what to do. However, and it took like it, 72 hours, by the way, for it to become public. So there was plenty of time for decisions to be made. <laughs> yes, you're right. If you acquiesce to this, once it becomes public and it's the coach and the GM, once it becomes public, you are turning over your franchise. You no longer own your franchise and you can't yeah. get it. You can never get it back. Once you acquiesce to those demands, because it is both and because it is public, and I'm not even suggesting what the right thing to do is. Kevin Durant is so goddamn good, it might be worth it. I don't mm-hmm. know. But once you acquiesce to those demands, 
the franchise isn't yours again, isn't yours anymore, and it never yeah. will be again. And that that toothpaste can't go back into the tube. And, and I don't know what Kevin Durant is doing either. Because this, once he makes those public, w- once Joe Psy does what he's obviously going to do and says, no, now what does Kevin Durant do? Right. Are you going to show up? Not Are you going to not show up to camp? Are you not going to play for four years? What does he do? He, KD, by making this public, put pressure on it, put pressure on the situation. But when he got shot down, as he should have, now what? What is what is KD's leverage now? So I want to really quickly kind of detail how I broke down the situation as it was happening. We got the leak that they were meeting in the first place, right? This was on Friday that we got the information that KD and Josiah were going to meet. Yes. First off, I kind of chuckled because I thought I, I know for a fact that Kyrie Irving was like, wait, Where's my invite? I, hey, <laughs> you guys want me to zoom in? Like, do you I mean, guys? No problem. I, are we? Are we sure? Are we sure? Uh, are we sure Kyrie is cleared for international travel? Hmm. But th- that too. I, I, that's why I said like. But he definitely thought he should have been in that meeting, right? Um, so I kind of laughed at that. But then I said, okay, here's here's us obtaining this information. In the next twenty four hours, if we don't hear anything about this, that means that meeting didn't go very well, right? Because we got so just to you know it's not quite apples to apples because the lakers and and lebron clearly don't have as contentious a relationship but we found out that lebron uh and rob polinka and apparently i guess starvin ham was in on the meeting too we found out that they were going to meet and then shortly thereafter found out that they met and that it was productive right Mm -hmm. not so productive that lebron signed an extension but it was productive I disagree with how productive it was, but it was quote unquote productive. So when we didn't get any information, right, you know, in the first 24 hours or so after the meeting, I said, all right, there's the first red flag that that didn't go very well. Didn't hear anything 48 hours later. And then 72, 72 hours later, we finally hear something about this. And we hear specifically what Kevin Durant demanded of it. And obviously, at that point, knew that Joe Psy did not cave to those demands. So all of this, I thought, was was really interesting in the way that it went down. And a wrinkle of this, and we don't have to spend a ton of time on this, but I, if you want more on it, I spoke to Ethan Strauss, yeah, it was great. who yeah, it was really um, formerly worked at ESPN, knows how some of the inner workings of ESPN go. Um, ESPN chose to sit it out completely for six hours after we find out uh, what Kevin Durant demanded of Josiah. They chose to completely ignore it altogether and didn't address it until Josiah came out in support of Sean Marks, who we know through CAA affiliation and just longstanding friendship with Woj that dates back to the San Antonio Spurs, that Woj in particular wasn't going to tweet about it. I, I didn't, that didn't surprise me. What surprised me was that, that what Woj's stance would take uh, that would trickle down to the entirety of ESPN as a company. That was the part of it that really. Yeah, that's me. that is um, that's the fascinating part to me because obviously Woj is, and and you you have brought the the NFL arm of ESPN into this also. I would imagine the same is true of baseball, but it is interesting conceptually that the newsbreakers, um, Schefter for football and Woj for basketball have become the like big dogs of all of yeah. this. They are the newsroom. Yeah. 
um, because it has become a news breaking business. But the part that is fascinating to me, you're correct about everything you're saying, but the part of it that's fascinating to me is basically two people who also sat it out, who are big enough to kind of write their own ticket and do what they want and have their own uh, relationships around the league. Because we didn't hear anything from Windhorse or Zach Lowe either. Mm -mm. Which makes me suspect, I don't I don't really know Windhorse. I know Zach. I don't know Windhorse really. Um, and by the way, Zach is not, Zach, I think is the best in the business. And yeah. he is also not someone who gets pushed And basically around. every facet. It's Everything. honestly, Zach, Everything. if you're listening, you're not listening, Everything. but if you're listening, Everything. like it's unfair, you can't be good at everything. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the, uh, it's the dude trying to take your girlfriend. Wait, you can't be hot and smart and funny. And, and you rich. play the guitar. <laughs> and charismatic, and you play the goddamn guitar. You can cook. What? Hold on, I can cook. It's not, it's not that useful. Um, <laughs> uh, but so that was like, I get it because Woj is like very transparently is only in look. All of this is a relationship business, but Woj is like very transparently trading access, you know, for favors basically, yeah. and people for. But uh, look, that's what we're all doing. But he is the most transparent about it. But Zach doesn't care at all about news breaking. He just won't do it. Yeah. Uh, and again, I think he is. I literally think he's the best in the business. He's also a really good dude. So him sitting it out and Windhorse sitting it out, both of whom I'm not saying they're going to they want to challenge uh, Woj and, you know, like make it a thing, but they're both big enough that they can kind of decide on their own what they're going to do. So that, that makes me guess. And again, this is a guess. This is a guess. Aggregators leave me alone. I do believe Zach is on vacation. He's probably in Croatia. Maybe he takes like, like a Croatian vacation yeah. every, every. Okay. Summer. But like, sure. No, I did. I, yeah, sure. But that makes me think that makes me guess. And again, I don't know this, but it makes me guess that it was a directive from people yeah. high enough at ESPN. Leave this alone. Probably yeah. on behalf of Woj. That would be my guess. But that is the, that is the fast. The fascinating part to me is that there are people that are like big enough in this industry that can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. That well, like fell in line and sat this one out. Jimmy Pataro is the head of ESPN right now. And he goes back to Yahoo days with Woj, they um, are are incredibly close. So it mm -hmm. look, I'm I don't know this definitively, it's but it's the kind of thing that dynamics with Woj and getting people out and bringing people in and yeah, like I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go so far as to say that like it was a definitive directive, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was at the very least kind of an unspoken. Hey, let's just let's just chill. Let's let's wait. Which is yeah, but which I think is, you have but, but with a story this big. Yeah, I don't think it can. I don't think it can be just like an unspoken. Let's just sit this one out. I think this is this requires like. Oh, for sure. I mean, look they they had a they this had requires a, oh, a sit this one out. They had a they had an entire show. They ran an entire show a half hour after Shams's report and didn't touch on it. 
a half hour show in the middle of August when we don't have anything to talk about. They were just no, like wait, a half hour NBA, like an NBA show. NBA show. Yeah, they had NBA show. Yeah. What's it called now? The NBA Today? They NBA had like, today, yeah, they, they had the, an entire episode of the NBA Today and nobody mentioned it. Like where nothing. Everybody, where we are all, by the way, shout out to all of everybody listening to this because you're the real ones. Yeah, because y'all have you, because y'all have been doing it. But this is not a time in the NBA calendar where there's a lot going on. Yeah, and people like me and you and NBA Today are starving for content. Right. Usually, usually like this time of year, you know, you and I talk for a few minutes before we go live, right, or before we start recording. And I was like, usually this time of year we go like, all right, what do we want to? Uh, <laughs> should we Troy just Brown Jr. versus Austin Reeves? Right. Who's yeah. getting the most minutes? We could do the, the hashtag new media thing, uh, Mellow versus KD, right? We could do. By the way, Draymond, what the, what the fuck? Dre, come on, Dre. Yeah. But I like Dre a lot, but come on, Dre.